Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening. Wherever we are. Wherever we are. Okay, here we go again. We have chosen an old piece of work, actually. We'd like to do this with you. So, the quote that we had Mm -hmm. chosen from one of our favorite poets of all time is Pablo Neruda. And the quote is, let us forget with generosity those who cannot love us. So again, let us forget with generosity those who cannot cannot love love us. I'll go first. Yes, please. All right. Close the door gently. Fill your lungs anew. Take the first steps away from that which you can no longer hold with care. On the other side of that door is a series of days and nights where your heart was hollowed out by careless words, by sly looks, cold touches. It is good that you know not to carry the burden of past cares tied to what you felt you had to have. So, lengthen your stride, move with quickening pulse, remember them for what were once bright days, keep them in that haze as you walk towards your brightest sun. Nice. Okay, my turn. Forget, forget, forget. I am struggling with this one, so maybe I have forgotten them. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if generosity went with that act of forgetting or if they just all faded away with time. But what about those who loved us but couldn't give what we needed? I guess that is what cannot love us, quote unquote, means. Mm -hmm. Um, I have turned 55 and I really do not have much patience for what ifs. (laughs) I have learned not to entertain those thoughts. They have a way of being persistent buggers when I am down and depressive, but I generally manage to shoo those thoughts away. So for those losers who cannot love me, (laughs) (laughs) Not a very generous statement that I don't even know who they are anymore. I guess that is a good sign. Mm -hmm. What I have learned to do with lots of generosity is to accept that we may have a different language of love to that of our chosen partner in life. And so I will revise Neruda and say, I accept with generosity the way you cannot love me in ways I would love you. Super. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. How did that end up like that? Okay. (laughs) So what do we make of this? (laughs) I'm trying to remember what it felt like to write that piece. And for those chiming in for this session, uh, this is a 10-minute writing exercise that Cess and I do. 
And so I was thinking of a specific person for this. I was writing about how I felt after the loss of that specific relationship. And I hold her very dear to me, but looking back now at how I wrote it, there's still like those, <clears throat> I don't know if you have like, yep. But the way that I describe it in my head, do you know, kind of like those LED lights sometimes that are strung up. So they're, they're there. Uh, they kind of like spark sometimes and sometimes they're just static in your life. Yeah. Right. There's lines there or words that you read out that I kind of felt a bit of the, like, ouch. <laughs> mm. Like, ouch. When yeah. you see, for example, that where your heart was hollowed out by careless words, by sly looks, by cold touches. It's like, mm. oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. And you but, know what? It's, when you're reading it back to me, it's interesting because it may, as it, as it always is, I think in relationships where there's a, a, a fracture, that is my perception or my experience of it, right? And I'm thinking maybe the other person didn't see it that way or didn't mean those physical yeah. gestures as such. But of course, in the, in the loss and the stricture of emotions, that's how I I wrote about it because that's how it comes up to me as like a <laughs> and also like when the other person or we are in pain, even if you're the one initiating, for example, the leaving, if you're the one leaving, mm. yeah, you are also in pain actually, right? I mean, mm. most yes, I mean if any if you're human enough <laughs> you've been some sort of yes sometimes you protect yourself mm. that process and that can either come out as a, a coldness because you have to kind of be toughened up a bit or or put a mm. boundary in place so that you can step away yeah yeah what used to be an intimate connection so to the other person you're trying to extricate yourself from boundary between it becomes cold because of just that whole contrast of having been intimate or close and then you pull out, then there's yeah. this blast of cold wind coming upon the other person. Yes. Which might not be intentional from you or the other person you're with. Yeah. Or who's the one who's leaving. But that is what we feel so then th thus you know the 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 cold touches or even a look that you think and as you said your interpretation is that it's a sly look when yeah. it's actually a look that might be coming from a different space correct or yes. a look that is the look of someone who is just trying to talk to oneself to step away mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> then sometimes is the person lashing out lashing out for different reasons it might be even be a, a lashing out to oneself <laughs> like uh, yeah. and inward why are you doing this kind of thing but it comes out differently <laughs> but yeah yeah you're right it's just how we experience that at the moment it happens it mm. might not be the intent of the other person yeah but i guess that's what what it 
means for getting with generosity could mean generosity to yourself to tell yourself that uh. that if the person cannot love you then the forgetting is part of that is being generous to yourself in the sense yes. that it telling yourself it wasn't about me yeah i gave what i could mm. just be generous to yourself about what you had given your goodness and the nurturance and the contributions you had given i agree as we've learned from our process is a our writing is an exploration an excavation as well of things that are probably not as healthy to keep inside and, and so the way to as you say extricate yeah. yourself yeah. from that kind of cycle of oh man it, it, this is hard or this is painful and so the the bitterness and the sar uh you excavate from yourself because yeah. one needs to heal right like in in the way that we're healing things in our body you need to remove the the things that are not helpful to your uh, we literally well-being. take a shit <laughs> <laughs> no but but yeah that's that's a good point because that is what liminal writing does for lee and myself to those mm. who are joining us today right um it, it it brings out that those words the processes the emotions the thoughts that happen in that liminal space just below the conscious but just above the the unconscious so <laughs> like the tone of what i wrote is not actually how i would speak about these things in an ordinary conversation i wouldn't say for those losers who cannot love me shit like that that actually how i talk yeah. <laughs> as you would hopefully attest <laughs> yeah but that is part of the, the that that sourness so that you mm. use yeah, that sourness or even bitter bitter sour element because yeah. there's part of you that kind of just mm, spits it out like that in that oh, yeah. space of freedom <laughs> to just be absolutely um, yeah but but that is also the kind of emotion that then or even thought mm. that finds its release and disappears the moment it's given that space for release you know yeah. because toxic it is not helpful you know what does it ever contribute to growth if you just kind of say stuff like that right yeah can you talk a little bit about that last line i loved how <laughs> accept winded i accept with generosity yeah the way you cannot love me in ways i would love you mm. oh, that's too much <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. no because we that's one of my greatest lessons at this stage in my life i'm old <laughs> you're at the halfway half a, mark half a century hence uh, in yeah, this yeah. um more than half a century <laughs> it's that learning that we don't necessarily speak the same love language in the same way as we don't speak the same language mm. people find expression of how they care and love another person yeah 
in so many different ways, influenced by so many factors from how they themselves experienced love as a young child or did not experience love, mm. from the words they had learned to use as they grow up and engage with others, with society, with friends, with enemies. Yeah from what they pick up in social media, from what feels comfortable to them as they grow inside and outside of relationships, yes. from what is pleasurable to mm. their bodies and their senses, you know? Yeah. So it's different things. So sometimes you just find someone earlier in your life that's, you just feel, you know, this whole fairy tale thing where everything just matches <laughs> yeah. mm. touches me the way i want to be touched or he mm. says things the way i want to hear it he mm. gives things and gifts that makes me feel special or yeah. remembers occasions or or whatever details about me that makes me feel like i'm the queen of the world but anyway as you grow older there's two things that happen one is your own preferences shift yeah right you also learn yes. new languages you want to hear different things you also need different things in terms of affirmations yeah in terms of words in terms of the quality and the kind of companionship you want in terms of the things you want to hear or things you want to feel or not mm. feel <laughs> yeah. or become more complex persons and this, the other thing that happens is you also expose yourself to wider horizons I hope <laughs> yeah. and with me it's different countries cultures places situations and so this whole fairy tale that happened in a localized situation where the world was smaller mm. <laughs> i was younger <laughs> it's, it doesn't have the same conditions now as i meet someone else you know in, in yeah. the stage of my life it became a long answer to your question but that's where it <laughs> brings me now that i then have to not just have to but i grow into this space mm. where i now say to myself actually you know what that is how um, someone I have chosen yeah. has chosen to love me. And it yeah. might not be how I had in my 20s imagined. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. But it is how I am loved now. And that kind of opens up a new way of looking that's actually really, really special. It's making me cry. <laughs> and being, yeah, be, and also being in the world, right? Because mm -hmm. you're definitely not the person you were 30 years ago, right? And As even you said, more complicated. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, right? Because just like a tree, right? You know, when they open up a tree and you see all the rings. Oh, yes. Right? I equate that to us. As we grow older, you have different rings that wrap mm -hmm. around you. Uh, some would say, okay, then you're protecting the core too much. Like, how will somebody get in? But it, it it's also 
a way that you are expanding in the world. And as you expand in the world, just like a tree, you grow and you're able to give out more. If you're able to give more shade, you're a fruit bearing one, you give more fruits out into family, friends, community, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, in the way that we're complex, we're layered, we have beautiful patterns inside of us. Yeah. And then you find the person that loves you for your patterns, your nicks, your bark, I and love all that you're able to share into the world. Right? Very nicely mm. said. <laughs> all right. So we'll wrap up this and yeah. we'll see you next time. Okay. Continue to love. As easy and as hard it is equally. Yes. <laughs> okay. Bye now. Bye.